It's confidence. I don't uh, consider it cockiness. I feel like I was somewhat of an entertainer doing what I love to do. Prime time. Old school entertainer. I think Deion Sanders is the greatest athlete I've ever been around. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Primetime Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be running through a quick recap of last week and the track and field t-shirt drop, my thoughts behind doing a restock of them, as well as giving you guys a little preview of what's coming up in collection 19. I guess the best place to start would be Thursday's drop of the track and field t-shirts. As I mentioned in the previous episode, doing original kit drops is easily my favorite thing to do. The week itself was actually pretty cruisy. Um, I suppose when you have only two items that you're dropping instead of a full collection of 100 different pieces, photographing, sizing and pricing everything up is relatively easy. I guess the only really stressful part of the week was the giveaway scams that everyone was receiving. For those that weren't aware, there was a couple of pages that were going around impersonating primetime pickups and messaging people telling them that they were the giveaway winners and that they had to enter credit card details to claim their prize. Unfortunately, Instagram are pretty shocking with dealing with these things, and so as many times as they were reported, none of the pages were taken down. Fortunately, as far as I'm aware, nobody fell for the scams, but it's probably worth mentioning that any giveaways in the future are always just done on the primetime pickups page. The drop itself was absolutely nuts. Before drops, you can get a really good gauge of how they're going to go based on you know how many people are setting reminders and how many people are liking your content and how many people are sharing it around. And I knew the t-shirts were really popular and were probably going to go pretty quickly. But to sell out in 27 minutes was way beyond anything that I could have ever imagined. To put it into perspective, the first drop of the basketball club tees sold out in about 24 hours. And I had about three times as many t-shirts made up for the track and field drop. To sit there on Thursday night and watch people you know, fight tooth and nail to grab a t-shirt. Some people were ordering stuff in completely wrong sizes just to get one. Um, was one of those sort of pinch yourself moments. I mentioned in the last episode how original kit was something I'm really keen on pushing in the future. And nights like Thursday where everything's so well received um, is definitely motivation to do that. I already have the final design for the next round of kit ready. So touch wood, if everything goes to plan, that's a couple more t-shirts and possibly a hat coming before the start of summer straight after the t-shirt sold out my inbox was flooded with people asking for a restock when something sells out in 27 minutes the immediate kind of knee-jerk reaction would be to restock obviously as a business it makes sense to restock something that has a high demand because you're able to make more profits but my immediate thoughts were to not restock for a number of reasons the first being the new round of original kit that i mentioned earlier Doing a restock would mean that that new round of kits essentially delayed by another couple of months. I think that this new round of original kit is going to be the best that we've ever done. And so I'm really keen on getting it out as soon as possible. Another reason I wasn't too excited on initially doing a restock was because this idea of supply and demand. One of my favorite pieces of business advice is that good business isn't always about making profit. And while doing a restock would mean that the business would be able to generate a little bit more profit in the short term. I reckon being a business with a reputation for products selling out quickly and demand being high for stock is just as valuable. I guess one of the characteristics of the vintage clothes drops that I really wanted to transition over to the original kit drops was that idea of supply and demand. I'd say that close to 90% of orders of vintage kit comes within the first five minutes of a drop going live. That's because there's a fear of missing out. 
you know that there's only one item and if someone gets to it before you, then in all likelihood, you probably aren't going to get a chance to grab it again. That characteristic of the vintage drop was something that I was trying and working really hard to get into the original kit drops. And I guess the track and field drop selling out in 27 minutes is confirmation of that. It might not make sense to everyone, but my immediate thoughts behind a restock were that it would diminish that sense of urgency for future drops. Another thing that's really important to think of when considering a restock is how you're going to do it. There's kind of two avenues that you can go down with these type of things. The first is a pre-order, which a ton of people reached out to me about after the drop. Pre-orders are pretty self-explanatory. The customer essentially fronts the cost of the product before it's manufactured. It's great because it means that anyone who wants a t-shirt can get a t-shirt. But there's a few cons to it as well. Production time means that t-shirts usually aren't finished and sent out for at least six weeks. The way that I produce original kit, there is so many different companies and people involved. There's LA Apparel who are responsible for making the t-shirts. And then there's FedEx who ship the t-shirts to me from America. There's Screenfind who screen print the t-shirts. And there are contractors who do the stuff like sew the tags in. And then finally, there's Ozpost who send the packages out to you. All it takes is one of those companies to have a little bit of a stuff up to throw off delivery dates by weeks. The other way of doing a restock is just to order more product. Obviously, this means that the business fronts the initial cost of production. And when a customer makes an order, they're paying for something that's already been made and ready to ship out. This is the avenue that I've used for producing original kit and doing restocks in the past. And just like a pre-order, there's pros and cons to it. The biggest pro is that risk is minimized in terms of shipping dates. The product is ready to be shipped out as soon as it's ordered. One of the negatives that we talked a little bit about in this episode is the fact that some people do miss out. Another con from a business aspect is having leftover stock. If we get a thousand t-shirts made and 200 don't sell, then that's a cost to the business. Despite the negatives, I reckon that it's a much better way of doing original kit than pre-ordering. I guess the good news for everyone and probably the reason why most people listen to the podcast is that I have decided to restock the track and field t-shirts. Given a few of the things that I've talked about in this episode, I have decided to make it a super limited drop. So I've only ordered 50% of the stock that I had the first time around. At the end of the day, there was a ton of people that missed out the first time. And I reckon doing a super limited restock is a happy medium between giving people an opportunity to grab one that missed out and also maintaining that sense of demand like I was talking about earlier. I don't have a concrete date planned for this restock just yet. Um, obviously the world's pretty crazy at the moment so I'm waiting for the t-shirts to be produced to announce anything. I do however have a drop date for Collection 19. It feels like a very long time since we've done a vintage drop but Collection 19 will be dropping on Wednesday the 22nd of September. I'll get a post up on the Instagram and start promoting it probably on Tuesday next week but I figured I'd give you guys an early heads up on the podcast. There's been a ton of packages that have been rolling in over the past couple of weeks. I've kind of just been unboxing them myself and not really previewing them or giving any sneak peeks on the Instagram story. There is a ton of Olympic stuff in this next drop. It's been really hot since Tokyo 2020 and so I've got a ton of Atlanta 1996 stuff as well as a few Sydney 2000 tees in there as well. There's actually a couple of Atlanta 96 sweaters that haven't arrived yet that I'm really keen on seeing in person. Before I started recording, I was in the office flicking through some of the kit And I reckon the sweaters are probably some of the best that we've ever dropped. As always, there's a ton of NBA and NFL gear too. 
I feel like over the past sort of three or four drops that the kit's just increasingly getting better and better and better. So I'm really excited to start previewing this collection on the Instagram page and hearing your thoughts about it. With everything going on in the world at the moment with COVID and all the well-documented delays, I'm really trying to get ahead of the ball when it comes to ordering kit for vintage drops. Collection 19 is obviously already ordered and I'm only waiting on a couple of packages. November's collection, Collection 20, is also already ordered and being shipped to me as we speak. And I've already got probably half the stuff ready for November's Collection 21 as well. Obviously, with these three collections coming up um, and the restock of the track and field t-shirts, as well as the new original kit that I'm working on at the moment, um, we're sort of bracing for a really exciting end to the year. That wraps up today's episode. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys have a better understanding of what went through my mind when deciding whether or not to do a restock. And hopefully you're as excited for the restock and Collection 19 as I am.